mystery boxes in the Pokemon TCG. Love them or hate them, 90% of the time, they're a ripoff. Let's talk about it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Gym Leaders Podcast, where we talk all things Pokemon TCG. I am Travis with TCG Funhouse. And I'm ASX from ASX TCG, ready to talk about some of the biggest scams in the Pokemon community, in my opinion, at least. Yes, yes, yes. We know them well. A lot of viral videos from some of the biggest content creators here on YouTube are all about them. That's right, guys. We're talking about mystery boxes today. And we're going to be covering pretty much all kinds of mystery boxes. Everything from, um, you know, the power boxes you find at Walmart and Walgreens to mystery boxes supplied by some of your favorite content creators like Leonhard and PokeRev. Uh, all the way to maybe just your local LGS who might put, put some random mystery box together and screw you over that way, amongst the other ways they've been screwing people over lately. Um, but right as we dive in, I gotta know, ASX, what are your like personal opinions on just you know the generalities of a mystery box? Yeah, so, I mean, it's an idea that I want to like, right? Um, but right. I got time that. and time I again, that. what's that? I said I feel that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, time and time again, I mean, I, I feel like we've just all been, you know, duped a little bit uh, with them. And, you know, I, I there's some out there that, you know, there's very few videos out there where you do see somebody kind of win with it. Right. Um, but <laughs> That one exciting one. <laughs> the one exciting one out of like a thousand videos of people just kind of crapping all over them. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's something that I really, I want to be able to like, I, I really wish that they were better, but I gotta say, it's not something that I'm really putting in my cart. Yeah. And like the one thing that, that bothers me about like mystery boxes too, is like, there's tons of these sites that have them available. And I want to go back to what you said is, you know, there's a couple of videos on there, um, that really make these boxes look like legit superstar yep. boxes and like oh my gosh i just found the greatest steal in the history of the pokemon tcg and like if you don't think that those boxes were specially packed for the larger content creators to open like you're fooling yourself yep. man like you really are um i know a lot of them will do like these reviews of these mystery boxes and stuff and i do know i believe like pokey rev tries to order them like without using his channel name and stuff so he, he you know yeah. he tries his best um but a little bit of research if these people were being legit and serious you know if somebody went to my site and bought 12 of my mystery boxes or mystery bags i'd be like who is this that just dropped 800 dollars on my mystery boxes <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah do a little bit of research on that and it probably wouldn't be hard to find um not saying that's what happened but it's you know I would not be surprised. Um, but before we get, you know, into, into you know, the content creators and stuff, like, we've all been there. We've gone to Walmart. We've gone to Walgreens. We see that mystery power box. We see the the Fairfield Company third-party products uh, where, you, you know, you might be able to see the front pack, but you can't see the three packs behind it or whatever. Yeah. Um, like, what are your experiences with those? Because, I mean, we've all grabbed one at least in our lifetime. Oh, I've grabbed more than one, and um, my experience has never been good, to be honest with you. Um, I've probably gotten a couple hits here and there, you know, from them, but I've never gotten, like, what you're really looking for, right? Like, that one in ten seated vintage pack, or, yeah. you know, um, yeah. chase vintage pack, pack. kind of oh. trying to call them now. Uh, chase where it's pack. Not oh, my God. Okay, can you talk yeah. about that for a second? Because that that is the most frustrating thing for me, is when yeah. they change their verbiage on the box from vintage to chase. Talk about that for a second. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, these mystery boxes, you know, just a couple of years ago when they were coming out, they always really said, you know, seated, uh, vintage pack, seated, yep. like 1 in 10, 1 in 25, whatever the ratio was. Um, and it, you know, truly was pretty much a vintage pack. It was like black mm -hmm. and white or older. Yep. Um, which I we agree would with consider that. vintage at this point. Uh, but now these, mint, uh, these uh, mystery boxes that we're seeing that I would say have been coming out for probably about six months or so now, roughly. Yeah, the newer uh, versions of them. The newer versions of yeah. them look pretty much identical. But now, if you don't read the fine print, um, you're, you're kind of at a loss. Because now <laughs> they say that there's a chase pack, a seated chase pack, which could be anything from 
I think Shining Fates was the last one, which is a year yeah. old, really. Um, you know, to probably some like maybe X and Y era packs. Um, but I got to say, I haven't seen anybody pull anything that I would call vintage out of these new packs that say, you know, Chase Chase Pack or whatever. So, in so, them. so what it says on them is it's, it directly says on one side of the box, it says randomly seated vintage packs. And that's mm-hmm. all that it says. Um, and that's, and then, you know, that's in big, bold letters on the box, you know, and they were like, oh crap. And then the, on the bottom, like on the same side in like a little, you know, a little blaster, right? A little you know, highlighted area. It says mm-hmm. chase packs seated one in five or one in 10. I'm sorry. And nowhere, yeah. nowhere on the box does it say that vintage and chase are the same thing. So they no. completely work you by putting in these big, bold letters up front vintage packs randomly inserted chase sack chase pack seated one in 10 so like when you're reading it without really diving into it it almost makes it look it, it makes it seem like the vintage packs are seated one in 10 when you just browse yeah. it right because you see the one dash 10 you see the seated thing and you know you don't stop to realize that one says vintage and one says chase yeah i myself opened up 20 of those walmart mystery boxes right I'm sorry, mm-hmm. it was 10. It was 10. It was not 20. 20 would have been crazy. I was starting I to settle here for them. you. I was like, man, that's yeah. rough. <laughs> I, it, it, it would have been crazy. I bought 10 of them, right? And I opened five in yeah. one video, five in the other video. There's three packs inside, and they're $19.99, I believe. They were $20 a piece Yeah. for three Pokemon booster packs, okay? Now, look at it this way. You just buy random packs... They're, they're like four bucks a piece, right? I know. I think they just yeah. raised their prices to four fifty in a lot of stores now. Um, yeah. But even then, to buy three random booster packs is thirteen dollars and fifty cents. And these particular mystery boxes didn't have anything else inside except, I think, a mystery uh, code card. Like, yeah, please, code cards are two cents a piece. You know, especially the ones <laughs> right. they were giving out. Like, the, I think most of the, the code cards and, and those were, like, not even available to play inside Standard anyway. They were, like, you know, oh, Guardians no. Rising and stuff like that. Yeah. So, and those are worth nothing. If you guys don't know anything about reselling code cards, the ones that are modern and today, like, you, you can probably sell, you know, Fusion Strike and Brilliant Stars code cards for a good 15 to 30 cents a piece, depending on how oh, yeah. many you have. And, you know, the older ones that are not in standard that people don't want in their deck, they're basically junk because they can't add them to their deck anyway. And who wants just a big collection of Pokemon NFTs, right? So that's what it would be at that point. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, off off my tangent there for a second. But the mystery, but three packs inside. A lot of times they'll put a coin, a, a figure, or something else random inside yeah. to kind of make up that extra six or seven bucks that you're paying. This time they didn't even do that, dude. It was just no. three random packs, and and nine out of ten boxes had a chilling rain, a vivid voltage, and a darkness ablaze. Three yep. packs that are readily available at your distributors. I can I can go order booster boxes from them for my distributor right now. Yeah. So it's not like they're rare and. Out of the 10 boxes that I bought, I got two chase packs, which is cool. So we know they're not lying. But like you yeah. said, you know what that chase pack was? They were both Shining Fates. Yeah. So even if you take the Shining Fates secondary market price value, it is $7 for a Shining Fates pack. That still does not make up the additional <laughs> money you're paying for the mystery box. So even right. if you're paying full third-party price... $4 for Vivid, $4 for Chilling Rain, and $7 for uh, Shining Fates, you're still only at 15 bucks compared to the $19.99 that you paid for, so you still got scammed, even if you got a oh, chase yeah. pack. And I saw yeah. dozens and dozens and dozens of videos on these on these boxes, and I did not see one person pull a vintage out nope. of any of it. How randomly no, seated are there? Because if you really think about it, if it says randomly seated, they only have to put one vintage pack in every single box that they print, and all of a sudden, they're not lying because it just says randomly seated. Hey, yeah, we did. We randomly seated one vintage one. pack, which could have been, I don't know, like the cheapest vintage pack they could have found. Maybe a you know a, a black and white plasma blast or something. I don't know. You know, <laughs> yeah. like a $65 pack, you throw it in there, and, you know, whatever. Bob's your uncle. So... <laughs> You know, I don't know. I kind of went off on a tangent there, but... I... No, no. I Yeah, and, and it always gets me as well that, I mean, 
they they throw the vintage packs on the front. Like that's the biggest pack that you see. It's right always on the base front of these set things. too, bro. It's always base it's always set. Base set. The Charizard pack art. In there, you know, or, or I saw some more recent ones. It was like Gym Challenge, Gym Heroes, which would have been, would have been an awesome pack to get as well. Oh, that you know, but cool, yeah. there's not one thing that makes me feel like those packs are actually inside of, of these Never. boxes Never, anywhere bro. in the world. Like I just I don't feel that way about them at all. You know, they're they're rough and. I mean, the the last way they did them too, just jamming those packs like they were the the like long blisters. Like yeah, they you folded rip them in half. They the were pack. like crunch. <laughs> oh man! And, and I hate to say it as well, but I noticed with those. I mean, you could walk up to the shelf and you could shake the box and figure out which one had the pack inside of it. So I mean, well, you know, even those ones that you talked about helpful. before, <laughs> the ones you talked about before with like the the navy blue, like these ones were like mm-hmm. red and blue. Um, you know, back in the day they were Navy blue and those actually had like vintage packs randomly inside. But the crazy thing about those, when you found the mystery, when you found the mystery vintage pack inside, it was an extra pack. Right. They they didn't replace a pack with one. It was, it was inserted additionally, which means you could weigh the box and you could just feel the box with your hand and go, Oh, this one's heavier than this one. (laughs) Right. You know, it's, yeah, don't I, do I that, just, kids. I don't, no, don't, definitely don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I don't know what the formula is for those, uh, other than you know, like one taking them off the shelf or two, you know, actually making it, you know, worth the money more often than not. But I mean, they're not going to do that. So, I, I will say this too, though, is there used to be a lot of third party product out there. Yeah, um, I don't see as much of it. It's in, it's as almost I did. none anymore. So like the Fairfield company yeah. used to have tons of these like, um, you know, they were just the third party. There was like four packs or six packs inside, and mm-hmm. you know they ranged between like thirteen ninety nine and and nineteen ninety nine, depending on how many packs you got inside. Um, but I'll tell you this: if if you go back, and you got to go back on my channel. Gosh, it's probably about a year and a half, almost two years ago now. We actually found a diamond and pearl pack inside wow. one of those Fairfield Company third parties. And because I remember looking through them, because you can normally see like the side of the pack. And, yeah. you know, you always take a peek at them just to see, like, oh my gosh, you know, this was this was back when you could, you know, quite frequently find like shining legends inside them as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And every once in a while, hidden fates would be inside them too. So, you know, I was looking down the side and there was this pack that I had no clue what it was. And you know, I see I see packs all the time. So I knew yeah. every pack, every pack art from the Sun and Moon era, I could tell what it was. Every every pack art from you know even the X and Y era, I could tell what it was. And I had no clue what this pack was. And I'm like vigorously trying to Google pack arts from different <laughs> generations, and I literally could not find it. Um, I carried that three pack blister or the um, you know the third party pack blister around with me in Target for. Like thirty minutes trying to find it, and Amanda was like yelling at me, like, "Will you either buy that thing or don't buy that thing?" And I ended up buying it, and we did uh, we did a whole video on it. And it was really really cool. So, have you ever That's had awesome. like a, a, a good experience with mystery boxes or packs like that? Uh, I mean, not like that. Not where I've I've pulled like you know a vintage pack. Um, I would say probably the the best experience I had was when was when. I mean, right in the beginning of the Sword and Shield era when you could still find Sun and Moon era packs in them. And you could find some of them would, would come with a couple Cosmic Eclipse packs in them. Mm-hmm. So I always felt like that was a win when I found those because Cosmic <laughs> Eclipse was hard to find. I love um, Cosmic, man. I, I do, too. Talk um, about, like, the most underrated set of all time. Oh, man. yeah. I love yeah, it. And, and I see that it might be coming out in those Arceus boxes uh, Supposedly, yes. here in May. It's, so it's, that's, it's that's in exciting. the marketing. It's in the marketing. Now, we know that's not accurate. Perfect example is that that Arceus box that just came out, you know, the the white oh, and, and green one that has a picture of I think three is it battle styles or battle chilling styles. rain on the front of it and it's actually three vivid voltage that's inside. Yeah. But I have seen people find them in the wild already even though technically they don't come out until really? this Friday. Some people have found them already and they have confirmed with pictures that there's cosmic eclipse inside these boxes. Awesome, awesome. That's super exciting. And those are going to be extremely hard to find on the shelves, I bet. Those are going to go oh, they're going to be right wiped. off the shelves. They're going to they're going to be wiped and scalped just like the the evolution boxes were. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah, so I never even find saw them, one of those evolution boxes. If you find boxes. them, buy them all and sell them to me cuz I, oh, I want gosh. some. 
<laughs> I need one for my sealed collection. I need one to open so I can get the figure out of it. Um, and that's really about it. I don't need any more than that. Yeah, those are gonna those are gonna be exciting. But yeah, back to the mystery boxes though. God, stop um, getting off track, ASX. Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I would say definitely <laughs> the the cosmic eclipse was my big win in those mystery packs for sure. And I never bought like I, I've never bought like you know like eBay mystery boxes or like Mercari or anything like that where somebody's put it together. Um, those are kind of interesting. I think those those can I think I feel like those are could be better than like your standard mystery box that you find in the store um, more often than not. I have seen people kind of get scammed where, you know, th- those types of mystery boxes just come and it's all bulk. Um, and that's really sad. Um, oh, but, like the cubes? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You see like uh, you go on um, like eBay and you just type in mystery box. Oh uh, yeah. No, that no, yeah. That's the last place I would box. buy mystery boxes, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that can, <laughs> that can get kind of rough, but I mean, I've, I, I guess depending on where you're buying it from, yeah. It could be kind of interesting. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would just stay away from them, period. Um, some places break it down pretty good. You know, they'll say mystery box or, you know, a uh, uh, 100 Pokemon mystery pack with at least, you know, uh, 10, 10 reverse hollows, you know, four rares, yeah. one hollow, and one ultra rare. Like, those are fine because they tell you what you're getting. Like, it True. still is kind of a mystery because you're like, ooh, what ultra rare can it be? I can almost yeah. guarantee you it's going to be $1 in DDV, but <laughs> it still is an ultra rare, you know what I mean? So, unless True. unless it's just, what drives me nuts are the ones that are literally completely concealed, and yeah. they sell them as mystery boxes, right? Yeah. So Yeah, those those are, yeah, I would definitely stay away from those. Yeah, and it, it, so let's, let's talk a second about the... Um, you know, the elephant in the room here, okay? Yeah. And that is content creators that mm. have mystery boxes, okay? Yeah, big one. Um, I have, this is one of the biggest issues that I have because okay. they are not transparent whatsoever, okay? And they okay. are charging a premium because it comes from them. So they are, in my opinion, technically taking advantage of their subscribers, taking advantage of their viewers, taking advantage of the people that support them um, because they can, essentially. Because this is their business. It's perfectly fine business decision, right? Um, but, and it, I mean, we can even go back to, like, look at the Mr. Beast chocolate problem with the, you know, mm. get the golden ticket Willy Wonka style, <laughs> you know? It's yeah. an ingenious marketing campaign, but when you really sit down and look at it from the outside in, how many people are getting screwed because they're making a purchase on a wish? They're making a purchase on yeah. a dream. You know, like, oh my gosh, I really want... Let's just take PokeRev's packs, for instance. I love PokeRev. He's a fantastic content creator. He's probably my favorite of the big content creators. You know, he's the most. he yeah. seems to be the most real and realistic person in the room. Um that being said, he still is shoving PokeRev mystery packs where 99 out of 100 of them aren't going to hold the value that's inside. And then 1 out of 100 are going to have a banger packet, right? So that one yeah. customer is extraordinarily satisfied. They are extraordinarily happy. But then it leaves 99% of people just like, oh, crap, I got not enough value. You know what I mean? And that's the kind yeah. of stuff that, that bothers me a little bit. Um, you know, if, if, if they did a good job at making sure that, let's say, you know, the mystery boxes are forty nine ninety nine, and every single box inside at least had MSRP value of forty nine ninety nine in them, I'd be cool with it. So as long as the value is there with those particular boxes, like, I'm okay with it. But nine times out of ten, it's just not. You know, so like, what what are your thoughts on these content, big content creators? Like, I mean, it's business, right? They need to make money. Yeah. I get it. But like, what are your yeah. thoughts in general? Yeah. So for these ones, I, I feel like I do want to give them a little bit more credit. Um, and I feel like it's because, and I know you, you said that they're not transparent, but I, I do feel like there is a little bit more transparency with them um, because they have their channels and because you can kind of you know, you're, you're able to reach out, you know, who's doing it is, is what I'm getting at with these other, you know, Fairfield company or whatever. It's, you know, some warehouse somewhere putting these things together. 
um, you know, with, with like the Pokerev packs or, you know, like Leonhardt's packs, um, you know the person that's behind it. So I feel like that adds a little bit more credibility to them. Um, and then, you know, you, you are right with like the value that goes into them, right? I think like the Pokerev packs or something costs like $65 or something. I think you get five or six packs. I in think them, they which... range, yeah. So like, I'm, yeah, I'm looking at yeah. I'm looking at the site right now. He's got you know 2.0. He's got all these different ones. Yeah. Um, 3.0 looks like you get five booster packs and one mm-hmm. mega bonus pack for fifty dollars. So, yeah. like, I, I would like to know what the the mega bonus pack is that's in every single pack, right? So let's yeah. just say let's break it down real quick. Four four packs. For the mystery or five packs of the mystery pack, let's say they're five sword and shield packs, right? I'm sure they are. It says right there, sword and shield era. I believe they are. So that's four dollars a pack at MSRP, right? So that's twenty dollars. So this bonus pack better be at least a thirty dollar pack for them to get their money back. So even to go off what you were talking about with Cosmic Eclipse earlier, if there's even a Cosmic Eclipse pack in here. Third-party market price in between thirteen and seventeen dollars. They're still not making their money back on this, right? Evolutions True. booster packs are in between fifteen and twenty dollars. So even if there's an evolutions booster pack in there, they're not making their money proper money on here. So the only time that they would is if they get something fantastic, right? So. True. True. Yeah, you know, and I, I feel like, you know, I, I personally haven't bought one of the, you know, Pokerip packs or the Leon Hart packs or, or anything like that. But I feel like, you know, I would probably feel less worse if I didn't win. Probably when I didn't win because I probably wouldn't because I'm not very lucky with these things. But, um, <laughs> All right, you Mr. Know, I, Charizard. I like, <laughs> hey, I didn't say celebrations. That's a different ballgame. Right, right. Um, but, uh, so, so hold on, yeah, before before like... you finish, I do want to say one thing. Yeah. He, I, I will say, in terms of transparency, Pokerev is very, very transparent with even his packaging. It tells you what exactly comes mm-hmm. inside yeah. and what they're seeded. Now, yes, we still have to take his word for it. I'm not saying he's a liar. I by If, if anybody is being truthful about this stuff, it's him. You know, He's 100% being truthful about what's inside. Um, but there's also really not a way to prove it. So unless there's videos of him packing every single one of these which there might be uh, on his patreon or something i don't know um maybe yeah but you know w- without like video evidence proof and even if there's video of him of him packing and shipping like there's there's no way to actually keep track of it is my point um but he yeah. does break it down if you get green red silver or gold packaging but just to look at it again you know one in five gets a sun and moon era or x and y era pack Again, now we're talking evolutions, guardians rising, sun and moon base. Like you're talking about five, six dollar packs Steam right siege. there. Steam siege, right? <laughs> um, and for the silver, it's like a black and white era pack. Some of those might be worth it. You know, if you're spending fifty bucks and you do end up getting, um, I don't know, let's just say like a plasma blast pack. Like those, are, you know, they're they're forty bucks. You know, on top of yeah. the five other packs you got, um, and then one out of twenty five, you're looking at a potential of getting an actual vintage pack. So, I mean, it's it's not terrible, but it's definitely a way for him to make money first and foremost. And as oh, long he, as you look yeah. at it as not that sense, it's not terrible. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, and, and to what I was going to say as well, I, I feel like you know, if I did lose, I wouldn't feel as bad. You know, opening up a Pokerev pack where you know I I know who it came from. Um, if I wanted to, I feel like I could probably reach out and, you know, be heard by somebody versus just some customer service at <laughs> some company. company. Yeah, you know, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I, I feel like, you know, there's just a little bit more trust behind it. So I don't feel like I would feel as bad, you know, opening up one of those. And I feel like maybe that's what a lot of people, you know, probably feel like when they go do, you know, go purchase those, those packs versus, you know, going to your Walgreens, your Walmart and finding those horrible mystery packs. Yeah, and, 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 yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to, you know, to say because how many people, like you, like you were just saying, would be excited just to get something from Leonhart, you know, because Leonhart had his, yeah. had his mystery packs as well. But the one thing yeah. I hate, so this, like, the, the Leonhart treasure chest things, like, I didn't, those things drove me crazy because I saw so many, like, TikToks and videos of people opening those. And I don't yeah. know if I saw a single one that was worth it. I really don't. Yeah. Because it, it's yeah, almost I felt like those were different. It's almost like Leonhardt 
like put the stake in putting his little freaking card in there, like assigning a value to that, you know, like I'm going to put $20 worth of packs inside this $50 thing. But you know what? I'm going to put a Leonhart card in there and it is going to be exclusive and I am going to number them and I am going to, you know, maybe sign some of them. And and it's like, dang, bro. Like that's, (laughs) that's a lot. Like that's quite a bit there. Cause I don't know if I ever saw anybody get their actual value back out of those Leonhart chests. Have you seen those videos? I have, and I gotta say, I I don't think I've seen the value out of those. To be honest, I mean, I, I've seen a couple of those like custom Leonhart cards. I do think I see someone where they got like a custom metal card and it was signed, and that was pretty cool. And I would say, you know, like, you know, if he's one of your favorite Poketubers, he is your favorite Poketuber. Like, that's definitely gonna hold some value if you did pull that, yeah. you know, from him. But that's value to you, you know, not necessarily real money value. Um, and yeah, it did kind of feel weird. His mystery boxes versus, you know, if you compare them to what Poké Revs do, and I would definitely say the, the Poké Rev, um, mystery packs, you'd did probably better be better off. Yeah. 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 Better off all around. And the way that he went about selling them too, I think like the first round of the Leon Hart ones, you like had to buy on Amazon or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. maybe the second ones were on his own website or something that he created, but I felt like that was a really weird process and they were like, I thought that was a weird way to go on like too. that too, you know? So, yeah. I mean, there might've been a reason for it. I don't know. Maybe he had like a sponsorship deal or something like that. Maybe Amazon be. reached Could out be. to him and said, you know, we'll pay you to make this product, you know, cause when you're that big, um, you know, with, with, you know, over 1.5 million subs on, on YouTube and you're an influencer, you know, maybe Amazon paid him to do yeah. it. I don't know the logistics of it, maybe. which, you know, it's always something to talk about too, but I don't know. I, I've never seen anyone get their value out of it. And this is something in the perfect example. And this is stuff that drives me crazy too. So how do you feel? <laughs> I gotta say this. How do you feel yeah. about them? Like opening their own mystery products online or like on video like, like, Leonhart has multiple videos of him opening his own mystery boxes, and Rev has some videos of him opening his own mystery packs as well. Um, I think the one that Rev's opens, I think some of them are for, like, for people who bought them, you know? But then okay. again, now, now we're getting back to that position where it's like, if he packed those, he knows which ones have the gold packs inside, you know, Leonhart mm-hmm. would know. You know, Leonhart would totally load one of those Leonhart mystery boxes up with just amazing stuff, unbox oh, yeah. it, and be like, "Look at the value in here, zonk!" You know, and <laughs> like, what are you like? Come on, right? Yeah, right. No, I I totally agree with you. Yeah, those those videos are are strange. Like, I get it in terms of like a marketing kind of sense, right? You want to get the word out there about your product, um, but yeah, I mean. You're right. They were the ones that packed them. I'm sure they know exactly what's going to be in there. Of course, you know, to show show off what's going to be inside of it, they're going to load it up, um, you know, to make it look the best that it possibly can. Um, but, yeah, that's it's kind of interesting. I don't think, like, if I did mystery videos like that, I would do one opening one. I would probably do a video of, like, me putting one together, you know, kind of like you had mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, but not opening one because that seems kind of seems kind of weird. And I would also feel like if you did open one that was like really good, like that one could have been the one that I bought. So like, yeah, right. So you took that one it? out of the yeah, you took that one out of the shuffle. How dare you? Like that could have exactly. been mine. Man. Like that one had my name on it. Like what the heck? <laughs> oh man, I'll tell you what, dude. Um, now I get it. You know, as as somebody who runs a, a, a Pokemon business, you know, probably not to the fullest extent that I could because I still have a full time job. I still do. You know, I, I I really don't apply as much time as I need to to my Pokemon business because of other things I have going on. Um, you know, if I were to strictly sit down and go, okay, I have all of this extra product. What can I do to get rid of it, right? And I understand this ideology and this thought process of you're sitting down, you have mm, 10 cases of battle styles, 12 cases yeah. of chilling rain, um, you know, and nobody wants them, right? Yeah. Because let's be real for a second here, you know. People are buying up Brilliant Stars. They're buying up Evolving Skies, Celebrations. When was the last time that somebody was jumping for joy because they found a Battle Styles 
you know, three pack blister on the shelf or check lane, and they were like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this battle style. I just want the Urshifu," and like it doesn't <laughs> happen. You know what I mean? So what's happening? No, it definitely doesn't. What's happening is, and this is not just content creators. This is this is like LGSs. This is everybody who runs a Pokemon website where they're a reseller, right? A, a fully licensed yeah. reseller. They buy from distributor. They sell to the general public, right? Um, you do. You get stuck with this product that nobody freaking wants, okay? And you pretty much have to buy it because you have to build your relationship with your distributor, and you get points for buying shit that even they can't sell, right? So if, yeah. the, if the warehouse is loaded on Battle Styles booster boxes, you become the good guy by saying, hey, let me unload, you know, <clears throat> a couple cases of those Battle Styles booster boxes from you. And they're like, holy crap, really? And you're like, yeah, <laughs> right? And then Someone actually wants Battle Styles? What? Exactly. And then when <laughs> Astro Radiance comes out, you know, they go, hey, this guy, this guy bought, you know, five or ten of our cases of battle styles when nobody else would let's hook them up with some more astral radiance like your reputation mm -hmm. matters with your distributors and that's how you build reputation so how do you get rid of battle styles how do you get rid of 10 cases of battle styles uh i don't know you put it in a mystery box yeah that's exactly how you get rid of them right you you load sense, it yeah. you know you do you do a exactly what uh, Fairfield Company did exactly what M and J Holding Companies did with these mystery boxes and that you do a three pack mystery box where you can't see what's inside and you fill it with shit and you fill it with <laughs> chilling yep. rain and battle styles and fusion strike that nobody wants and then you sell it and you're like cool yep. I just unloaded all ten cases of those more please and people get excited because it's the mystery element and I don't understand why we have to add a mystery element to something that's already a freaking mystery element, bro. Opening a booster pack in itself is a risk. It is a mystery pack. Every battle styles <laughs> booster pack is a battle styles mystery pack. Every single one. Cause you have no clue what's inside. So we're going, True. not only do we want that mystery, that gambling feel of the booster pack, but I want that mystery and that gambling feel of, I don't even know what pack I'm going to get. I don't even know what it's going to be. You know? It's like Mystery Box Inception, honestly. <laughs> mystery Box inside a mystery inside a mystery. Mystery Boxception. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture right now of this person who opened up a, a, a Leonhardt Mystery Box, and it literally has three Battle Styles packs inside. Oh, man. That's <laughs> rough. That's got to be the worst one right there. Oh my gosh! Goodness gracious! I, I would be upset. If I'd be I crying, bro. Like, if I was like so excited, got my Leonhart mystery box in the mail, gonna crack it open, got my lights, my cameras all ready for you guys to film it, and I cracked open three battle styles packs. I just, I probably shut off. The camera you know what right makes there. it all better, though. <laughs> you know what makes it all better is I got that gold Leonhart card. Oh yes! <laughs> of course, he put three my battle life is styles complete. The best Leonhardt card. <laughs> yes. <laughs> let me give you a little Leonhardt card. Let me give you a little a little bit of feel good along with your crappy packs you got. Here's <laughs> here's the golden version of my card. <laughs> Woo! Goodness gracious, man. Goodness gracious. I see one here and the guy got one Rebel Clash, one Sword and Shield base, and one Darkness Ablaze. That one did not have a gold. What what is the what is the like MSRP value on these? Like I know there's I mean MSRP is like a, a official term, but like do you know what they went for originally? Because they're like fifty bucks on eBay right now. Um, I want to say they were right around fifty dollars. Were they? I think so. Because that is crazy. That, I, forty bucks, maybe something like that. I don't know. Maybe twenty five. I don't know. But I feel like three I've packs? Seen higher than fifty for though, three packs right after they came. Yeah, that's twelve dollars, oh, bro. That, it's got that Leonhardt logo on that cardboard box. Bro, that's twelve dollars. That's twelve dollars. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's the kind of stuff that bothers me. Where I, I do feel like some people take advantage of their of their viewers and their supporters. Like, and it, I'm not saying they're not appreciative. I'm sure they're very appreciative of everything. And again, I'm not saying they're bad people. They're just making business decisions that I would not make. I think that mystery boxes and mystery packs are a complete scam. Um, pretty much, yeah. no matter who is selling them. Um, every once in a while, there's a few. So when I was, um, you know, just doing unboxings on the channel, we kind of partnered with, um, I don't think this guy sells anymore. It was called Pokey Packs, Pokey Packs Plus or something like that. And it was a subscription box that you could get. 
Oh, I remember and, that. I, I saw that dude, video. It, he gave us, so we like partnered with him, and I think he gave us um, like a monthly pack like three months in a row um, for free. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a little marketing oh, tool nice. or whatever, even though we were super, super small. Yeah. Um, but it like it was it pretty much always had the value inside. He had three different tiers. I remember that, yeah. And never once did I open a box and feel disappointed. And I even had people in the comment section who were like, "I bought one and it was great," you know, and all this other stuff. Um, so power to him. You know, do I know if he was out, you know, emptying Walmart and Target shelves and third party scalping and pricing? I don't know. Maybe. Um, I'm, I'm he probably was. You know, I don't know. I don't talk to the guy anymore. I didn't even talk to him much yeah. back then. It was just, just strictly like a business thing that we had going on. And, um, you know, that's the other thing, too, that it's when you sit back, and let's take a look at it from a scalper's point of view, right, the the naughty scalper's yeah. word. How do you buy packs at retail price and then make a profit off them, right? So especially right now, yeah. back then when it was really, really yeah. hard to find stuff, that's not the case right now. Nine times out of yeah. ten, I can go to my store and at least find something, you know, am I going to find? Yeah, me too. Am I going to find Brain Stars ETBs? Probably not. Am I going to find, you know, really really awesome stuff? Probably not, unless I go catch it on a Thursday, you know, and catch the restock fresh or within a couple of hours or something. Like, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but even on the random Saturday or Sunday or Monday, even you'll walk in and there'll there'll be single pack, single pack blisters on the shelf. There'll be three pack blisters. There'll be check lane blisters. There'll be. Yeah, I mean, dude, yeah. like I've. I think my stores still have Darkness Ablaze ETBs from the last time they were restocked because they put so many out on the freaking shelves. Yeah, I was I'm very surprised at that restock. Massive. I found the same thing. It was like days and days that I saw those things on the shelves. It was still. huge. There were so many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, how do you buy retail price and make a profit? You put it in a freaking mystery box and you charge $20 more than what you paid, right? So if you yep. bought... If you go to the store and you empty the Walmart shelves of single of single packs at four dollars a piece, excuse me, jeez, at four dollars a piece, <laughs> um, and you know you put five packs in a mystery thing, you spent twenty bucks on packs, you turn around, you sell it for thirty five because you throw in an extra hollow or something, it ain't worth diddly do, and all of a sudden you're making <laughs> profits, right? So, the mystery yeah. box was another example and avenue for scalpers to make their money instead of just directly selling things like battle styles packs and chilling rain packs yeah 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 i feel like man that that just like brought up some memories of just all of the different mystery options you saw when we were in the heat of like Mm -hmm. the scalping issue that we were having they were all over the internet they were Uh, everywhere they still are but they were more they was worse than Oh, yeah, it's way worse than way, way worse than and I'm glad that that has started to kind of go away. Like you said, it's definitely still out there. I mean, I'm looking at some of them right here. Um, <laughs> Do they but, come and go? Yeah, it's it's nice being able to walk into the stores uh, and, and actually find some stuff nowadays. That's for I sure. I can't stref- stress enough how important it is to just find somewhere that you can consistently buy cards and just repeatedly go back yeah. there. And, you know, I do I do think the time of like. I mean, we talk about FOMO and stuff all the time, but I do kind of feel like that time is finally starting to go away a little bit, you know. I felt that too. Because yeah. like I like I you used to go, and when you would find stuff, you'd be like, okay, I can't leave this here because I really don't know the next time it's I'm going to find go anything. In the cart. I really don't know. Yep. You know, hundred percent. And nowadays, I mean, we can pretty much always find at least something, right? So the the thought yeah. process of I have to buy all five of these Darkness Ablaze ETBs is not in my thought process anymore, you know, even as somebody who buys from a distributor, I I, I sell pretty much everything I get from the distributor and, you know, anything that I open for ourselves, we buy from retailers, you know, Um, because that's the way the business works. You know, I could buy my own stuff at MSRP or whatever, but you know, I could even use, can't get by on your own supply. Yeah. Well, see, and and that's the thing too, you know, I could, I could buy it myself and I, I I could pay that and then consider it use tax, right? I can use the product for my, my content business. Um, but I, almost everything I get 99% of the crap that I open comes from Walmart, comes from target and it's, you know, my boys open it, you know what I mean? Um, everything I'm open on the streams is for other people and all that stuff. So it's, it's just find a consistent place to get your stuff, whether that's online from live stream box breaks every Friday yeah. on TCG Funhouse. That's a con- very Shameless consistent plug. place. I got to say. Shameless plug. Um, or 
you know, uh, an LGS that doesn't screw people, because I think LGS has started screwing people along with a lot of the general public, which really started to upset me. Um, you know, you kind of found out who the good game stores were and who the yeah. were, who were the bad game stores, who were naughty, naughty, naughty boys. Um, but that would be the biggest thing right now is just try to find those. But the mystery boxes, just leave them on the shelves, you know, and I, I don't think it's a good business model to start no. a mystery box business right now. I really don't. Um, tons of creators. No. Uh, it seems to be like the way to go, right? Because let's, let's be honest, you know, there's, there's a, there's a niche clicky thing going on. There's a, there's a click at the top of the game and they share their business practices with everybody. Like, like don't, don't be fooling it. You know, all, all those big content creators yeah. talk to each other and they all say, Hey, look, this is what worked for me. You know, let's, let's, let's do that. Oh, let's I'm do sure. this and blah, blah, blah. And next thing you know that, you know, everybody with, over 500,000 subscribers or above is doing mystery packs, you know? And it's like, holy crap, man, this is fantastic. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? and it's, it's business. It really is. So it's, it is what it is. So, you know, coming soon to you, TCG Funhouse Mystery Box, $99.99, four Sword and Shield booster packs with a chance, with a chance at a shuckle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh my wallet's gonna be hurting as soon as those hit the shelf so like I, I have a mystery element to my box breaks you know i got my mystery wheel you know but it's yeah. it's it's straight fucking forward and it's the same price as all the other packs you know it, right it's, yeah there's no uh there's there's there, there's really no way to get no there's no way to do anything on, on your mystery wheel like you're getting exactly this what this is right the there. cheapest so. the cheapest item on my live stream box breaks is this mystery wheel it's five dollars which is the price of you know 85% of my packs are $5. If I ever charge more than $5 for a pack, it's because I had to pay more than what I would regularly pay for stuff. Because I don't, I know a lot of people who don't buy from distributors don't know this, but I don't always get stuff at, like, fantastical good prices, you know? Like right. the booster yeah. boxes of Vivid Voltage and Darkness Ablaze. I'm not getting those for the same price that I get Battle Styles, Chilling Rain, and Fusion Strike at, you know? Right. Um, and when Brilliant Stars and Evolving Skies becomes available with my distributor again, I can guarantee you they are not going to be pre-order prices. They are not going to be the same price right. they were the first or second time that I got them. Um, they're going to be more expensive, you know, Evolving Skies especially. I guarantee you if my if I oh, talk yeah. to my distributor and I say, hey, man, you got any Evolving Skies booster boxes? He's going to say, yeah, but I'm charging 140 for them because they're a business too. And yeah. I have to make the decision yeah. – Okay, cool. I can buy it for 140 or I can not buy it for 140. And then, you know, if I say yes, I can, then I need to charge an appropriate price on my box breaks to where it makes sense for yeah. me as a business, you know? And at that point, you can either right. buy it or not buy it. And that's the ultimate question when it comes to these mystery boxes as well. If you don't like it, don't buy it, you know? Right. Because that's always that's 100%. always the pushback I get from everybody. Every time I talk about this sort of thing, the the reply from the trolls is always, "Don't buy it." Then it's like, okay, yeah. cool. Like I get that. Like I'm not. Trust me, I'm not going to. If you want to blow your money, feel free to blow your money. It's your money. <laughs> you know, just just right. like sending you know a, a reverse hollow spirit to him and to get PSA graded. That's that's you wasting your money. That's fine. You do what you want. Um, but it doesn't mean that we can't talk about it. It doesn't mean that we can't right. express our opinions, especially when we have the podcast to do so, you know? What do you have to say exactly. to the trolls that, that do that, man? What do you what do you rebuttal back to those trolls? Yeah, just uh you know, no step off. You know, we don't we don't need that negativity here in, in this community. And uh, you know, I guess, you know, <laughs> if you want a mystery box now and then, I mean that that's your own money, but you know. Just uh yeah. I mean yeah. step off with the negativity. Uh, so like <laughs> Do you find value in, in like, do, would you find, so you, you've watched Leonhardt, right? Like, you've watched a lot of Leonhardt yeah. stuff. Would you find value in getting that gold Leonhardt card? Like, have you, uh, do you look at it and go, I really want to add that to my collection? Me, personally, I would say no. Because, you know, it's not, it's not like, doesn't hold value to me. Correct. You know, he's. You know, I, I like him as a Poketuber. I do watch his, his content, but, I, you know, he's not my favorite Poketuber, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in the, in the world. So, you know, I guess it wouldn't, you know, necessarily hold much value to me. So some, 
Unless he got super famous, then I mean, yeah. <laughs> if I can sell it, thing. if I can flip it, yeah, right? <laughs> if I could flip that thing, So yeah. to me, it's like, it's almost like taking this, right? So um, I'm, I'm holding up a, a like signed energy that if, if people who join my box break and they want one, they can request one, right? And I'll throw it in there. Is yeah. it worth anything? Absolutely not. Do some people want it? Absolutely, because it reminds them of the experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, exactly. I, I have a hard time correlating the same experience of joining somebody's box break where they opened your pack live, talked to you in the chat, in the comment section, called your name out, and did all that stuff, as opposed to you ordering a mystery box on Amazon. That's that's what I don't get, you know. Yeah. If somebody wants one of these from PokeRev or a designed, you know, card from PokeRev that he throws in during his box breaks or something, that makes a thousand percent more sense to me than these randomly inserted, you know, cards of of somebody, right? Because it's not personal. Yeah. These are kind of personal, you know what I mean? Again, they're not worth yeah, duty. True. If you don't want one, it's not going to hurt my feelings. If you want one, ask for one. Mm-hmm. I'll throw one in there. It's cool. I like it, but it reminds you of when you were there for the break. It reminds you of the experience yeah. you had that night for opening those packs, hanging out in the chat and having fun. I don't think that same feeling comes from buying a mystery box on Amazon, you know? No, no, I definitely don't. No, yeah, you, I mean, there's no, there's no experience really behind it. Well, I guess there is, but it's it's nowhere near the same experience. When you're there, you're live, you know, you're talking to the person opening it up. It's nowhere near the same. I, I couldn't imagine it would feel that way. No. Yeah. So, like, what would you think if uh, Pokemon themselves released their own mystery box? Wow, yeah, that's I haven't really even thought about that before. Um, I'm not gonna lie; I would be interested in checking it right? out. Um, to see what would it's you, all would about. Would you hold it in and... higher esteem because the actual printer of the company did it as opposed to a third party? I probably would off the bat. You know, before before I opened them or before I saw like what was inside of them, I probably would hold it at a higher level. Yeah, just because. I mean, it's the Pokemon company putting them out, right? There's there's that much trust behind the company already. Um, yeah, so I I would hold it at you know at a higher level and then you know open some up and see what it's all about and you know if it's not um that great if i don't feel like it's worth it then i would definitely talk about it uh you know and and let people know on my channel here i'm sure we would definitely talk about something like that here on the podcast as well um but i think if they did do something like that i feel like you would like you wouldn't necessarily always win with mm-hmm. them, but you'd feel like you'd get more maybe with it. Like, I feel like they might add something like a little bit extra in there that you wouldn't necessarily get. Like, like you said, with some of the older mystery boxes, you got something like a little bit extra. Like, you know, it wasn't always great. Sometimes it was a coin, but sometimes yep. it was a really cool pin or it was a, you know, a, a figure yep. or something like that. You know, and if they could throw, you know, something extra like that. And I think those would be, I think that'd be really cool. And I think, yeah, I, I would give the Pokemon company mystery boxes why a do shot. you think they don't that would... i know i'm stumping you here. um <laughs> i think well i probably because they don't want to get into hot water over like oh those mystery boxes sucked I, yes you know, with every pokemon product that you get right now minus like okay so like pretty much like minus like the the pokeballs See, but the same and, thing is like, in those pokeballs pen. every single time they're numbered, right? It says D21 on the bottom True. or H21 on the bottom. And all you have to do is a little Google search. And you can find out what packs are inside because every single one is the same. Yeah. That's part of that print run. So technically, yes, it's True. kind of a mystery pack. But as soon as one person opens it and puts out into the everybody ether knows. what's in them, everybody knows what's in them. Yeah. So it's not really a true mystery box. True, true. Um, but yeah, it, I mean... That, yeah, they don't really have any products right now that I would consider like really a mystery type item. Yep. And except for the packs there's themselves. There's already a lot of <laughs> except for the packs themselves. Yes, a hundred percent. Um and there I feel like there's already a lot of bad energy and, and bad vibes around the third party mystery boxes that I feel like Pokemon's probably like, you know. We'll let you guys deal with all those fires that you're causing over there with your mystery boxes and uh, step back. It's because of transparency. It really is because they are a professional company that wants to sell you a product and wants to be honest and true to what they're selling you. 
you know? Yeah. That's why. Yeah, they don't want you to lose faith. Correct. Their exactly. their reputation, you know, they, they are already in a position where no matter what, you know, they would be doing a risky proposition by, you know, offering, you know, let's just say, if they, when they set the tone on the price, right? So here's the problem. Mm-hmm. If they set the tone that a pack is $4 MSRP, right? Because that comes from Pokemon Company. Yeah. So, like, even though right. Target or Walmart might raise their pack price to four forty nine, and correct me in the comment section for the viewers if I'm wrong, but I don't believe that Pokemon themselves has raised their MSRP. I believe their MSRP is still three ninety nine, which means I on PokemonCenter.com, so, yeah. their official website, their packs are still three ninety nine. Major retailers can change it. LGSs can change it. It's just a suggested retail price. But until Pokemon changes their suggested retail price, a pack should be $4, period, in my opinion. Yeah. Right? Now, yeah. that being said, if they are telling you that a pack is $4 and then they're going to give you a five-pack mystery item and they don't charge you nineteen ninety nine. Now we have a problem. And like you said, if they don't put an additional yeah. product in there to make up for that additional charge, we have a problem again. And all this randomly seeded bullshit, they would not they I mean, that might be considered like I don't know what that would be considered in in e, yeah. in, in the commerce world. Um but like people would be so upset in my opinions. I think people would be so, so upset if Pokémon Company yeah. came out and said Yes, we're selling mystery packs. One in 500, you can get a good pack. <laughs> you know? They would probably <laughs> sell out like crazy because people would be excited. Yeah. They would go, holy crap, I have yeah. a chance at getting a vintage Pokemon pack from the Pokemon company. Which means it's yeah. 100% not going to be weighed. 100% not going to be resealed. It's coming from Pokemon themselves. You know? Which would be yeah. extraordinarily exciting. Yeah. And that brings up a point that I never even t- thought about talking about, and that was with these mystery boxes. How do we know that all these vintage packs aren't weighed? You know, same thing. Same thing with the whole scandal of totally. Leonhart potentially, you know, opening all his heavy base set packs and base set two packs, and you know, not yeah. many people getting heavy packs at the event. It's the same thing. How do we know that if they're seeding one in twenty-five vintage packs, we all know that Watsy packs can be weighed. It's it's very common that easy. Watsy packs are very easy way. They're heavy, they're light. Even if one in twenty five, you get that vintage pack, I can almost guarantee you that one hundred percent of those are going to be weighed. So like, there's levels of oh, rip off, yeah. levels of scamming, levels and levels and levels and levels. Which is yeah. why Pokemon themselves, I don't believe, would ever get into the mystery box, mystery package game. You know? No, I, I really don't think so. No, I I think. You- no, I, I I totally think you're right, and I didn't think about that before. But there's, I can't see how those packs aren't weighed. Like, you know, you gotta think. I'm the way that I'm thinking about this. I don't think like the Fairfield Company has, you know, just, you know, first edition base set booster boxes, you know, sitting at their warehouse that they're just pulling a pack here and right. there out Showing of and putting in, in these mystery boxes. No, exactly. I bet they are. They're going out and finding these somewhere, and I can guarantee you. They're not buying the Wade packs because those always cost more. That's right. Um, they're so buying they are, full I, booster boxes. They is are. what they're doing. They're buying full booster boxes. They're weighing yeah. them, right? So let's let's you yeah. know let's let's pick oh, out yeah. uh, gym challenge or whatever, right? You know, you're, you're they're looking yeah. for that Blaine's Charizard, right? So you buy a booster box, mm-hmm. you open it up, you weigh all the packs, you take all the light packs. You have two options, right? So this is all you can do with vintage boxes, right? So vintage mm-hmm. products, there's only a couple ways that you can go about legitimately selling them, um, and that is two ways. One, you can do it unweighed, right? And there's only a couple ways of doing that, and right. that is throughout one full live stream where you open right. the cellophane on the live stream and you open the entire box, which is usually what Rev does. He almost he always does it that way yep. for the most part. Um, the second thing to do is to record yourself opening the box and sealing them with tamper-proof seals. You put them in a team bag, you put the tamper-proof seal on there to where you know if it's been ripped or opened and put back in there or anything like Mm -hmm. that. They're dated, they're signed, they're all those things, right? Which there's even ways around that. If you really sit down, there's ways around that as well. Like there's ways around freaking pretty much anything. 
Right. But aside from that, the only thing that you can do if you open one of these boxes, you know, off of video or off of live streaming, you beta- you have to sell them as heavy or light. Because if, if yeah. I don't believe anybody, I would never believe anybody. Oh, no. Like, just go to eBay and look at all these unweighed packs. Where's your proof? Unless, unless oh, you're yeah. going to post, you know, a video of you opening these and sealing. And, like, I don't believe you. I don't believe you one bit. Oh, so no. the only legitimate way to no, do you... it is to sell them as heavy or light. Or if you want to keep the heavy, yeah. you keep the heavy and open them, and then you sell the light packs and try to recuperate some of your money back. You know, and that's 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 right. what these high end collectors do. So they buy the box, they open it up, they tr- they they op- they weigh them, they separate light and heavy, and they open the heavy packs until they get the Charizard right. So sometimes you get lucky, yep. maybe the first heavy pack you open has the Charizard inside, and now you don't even have to open the rest of the heavy packs because the open, odds of there right. being a second Charizard in one box are extraordinarily low, right? Right. So now that's when you go on and start selling the heavy packs and recuperate as much money as you want back. You send the Charizard in to get graded, it comes back a 9 or a 10 because it was pack fresh, and then you have a very expensive Blaine's Charizard that you can then sell on the market and make money on actually buying a $14,000 booster box, you know? And it's Crazy. a game. Yeah. It's all a game. It's a business. You jump through the hoops. You run over the hurdles. You know, you do all these things. And lately, the answer to what do you do with the light packs is freaking seed them in my mystery boxes. Woo! That's where they're all going. That makes sense. I We, we figured it out. Right there. Detective Gym Leaders <laughs> Podcast. Detective Coming Gym at Leaders you. Podcast. I like it. I like it. Um, Rebrand. But yeah, so uh, that's it, guys. That is our ranting and raving for the day. Again, uh, I just want to reiterate, you know, I, this is not attacking anybody. I love um, nah. all, all the big content creators. I don't love them. That's that's kind of strong. You know, we marry me. A bit um, of a stretch. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, I enjoy them. I understand them for the most part, you know. I do like some more than yeah. others. Rev is one of my favorites. You know, power to him on his mystery box journey um, and all that stuff. It's a business. He's making bank good for him. Um, I get it. You know, I get it. Because yeah. there's going to be people in the comment section that are like, you guys are just jealous. You look like you're crying like little babies because it's not you. <laughs> there's going to be some people down there. Whatever. Go go F yourself. Oh, easy. Um, you know, take, take that to someone else who cares. Um, I'm just going to ignore your comment and move on. So feel free go. to leave it all you want, you know. Um, but anyway, uh, before we get out of here, thank you guys for listening. If you're new to the channel, please drop a sub, uh, go check out ASX's channel in the description below, drop a sub over there as well. Um, and while you're subbing to his channel, don't you have a a little announcement going on? You got, you're going live again, right? Yeah. Yeah. Super excited. I'm going to be going live for the second time now. Um, and it's going to be coming up. Um, well, I guess it'll be this weekend uh, after you guys see this. So it'll be this weekend coming up. It'll be on Saturday. Um, and I'm, again, I'm not sure on the time of day, it'll most likely be uh, in the afternoon, probably around, you know, six Eastern seven central time. Awesome. Awesome. And of course you guys oh, know here at TCG Funhouse, we are live every single Friday at nine, 9 PM Eastern box breaks, tcgfunhouse.com. You can buy in. There's over 15 different options to buy guys. We got the newest Japanese sets with time gazer space juggler, uh, we got Cosmic Eclipse up. We got, uh, I still think there might be a little bit of Brilliant Stars, but we're starting to run out. Um, VMAX, Climax, Japanese, English, all kinds of stuff. And if you're not sure what you want, you can get our mystery packs right here. And it'll pick whatever you want for the packs of Doom. ASX, you could have got yourself a Fusion Strike right there. You really could have. Um, there could be a Mew in there too, man. And I'm telling you guys, we have pulled some spicy bangers lately. We we oh have pulled. It's been crazy, bro. We've pulled the Umbr- recently, just crazy. in the past three weeks. We have pulled the Umbreon Vmax alternate art, the Espeon Vmax alternate art from Fusion Strike, um, from Cosmic Eclipse. We just pulled the Arceus Pal- uh, Dialga and Palkia statue alternate art. Unbelievable freaking card, guys! Like it has been the Rayquaza too. Yeah, the Rayquaza, the Rayquaza V alternate art. We pulled that. It has been, it has been crazy, guys. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's so much fun over 15 different options. And even if you don't want to buy in, just come hang out with us, man. Cause we here at TCG oh, Funhouse fun. and ASX TCG, we share a lot of the same subscribers and the same uh, viewers is the best community 
for Pokemon Niche and all of YouTube. Probably the best community even outside the Pokemon Niche on YouTube. Let's be honest here. Oh, it's great. It's all amazing. It's absolutely, it's a blast every single time. And Friday. we always do giveaways as well. So come hang out with us, guys. It is so much fun. Um, but that, without further ado, guys, thank you guys so much. I hope you all have a wonderful night. Oh, my God.